0: Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Tonight, tropical storm Isaias turns deadly as it barrels its way up the East Coast, causing multiple deaths and leaving millions without power. The storm tosses trees, powerful wind gusts in New Jersey at 109 miles per hour. Look at this mail truck. The driver barely survives. And down south, two die after a tornado rips through a North Carolina town. Massive explosions in Lebanon, nearly 80 dead, with the death toll expected to climb. Thousands injured in downtown Beirut. Tonight, terrorism not ruled out, and why the State Department is warning of toxic gases. Back to school in the COVID era, the first day of class in this Georgia school. Packed hallways, but why weren't students wearing masks? Cops descend on this L.A. mansion after hundreds party and defy state rules. Plus Christmas without the Rockettes for the first time in nearly 90 years. Racing to a cure, could antibodies mass-produced in a lab be the next best thing to a coronavirus vaccine, plus promising early results in one of those vaccine trials? The president on the staggering death toll, a 1,000 deaths a day from COVID-19. They are dying, that's true, and you have, it is what it is. The stunning interview tonight. And we'll end tonight with the magical moment when a little girl hears her mom's voice for the very first time.
1: This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell reporting from the nation's capital.
0: Good evening, and thank you for joining us tonight. At least five people are dead. Dozens more are injured and millions are without power. After tropical storm Isaias lashed the East Coast today, the powerful storm spawned at least 20 tornadoes, unleashing powerful winds and heavy rains on nearly a third of all Americans. From New York to North Carolina, the storm downed power lines and sparked fires, leaving in its wake flash flooding and destroyed homes. In Maryland and in Queens, two people were killed when their cars were crushed by falling trees. Tonight, what's left of the storm is racing through New England as the cleanup begins. At the same time, halfway around the world, nearly 80 people are dead after two explosions rocked Beirut, Lebanon, sending what looked like a mushroom cloud into the sky. Tonight, thousands are injured and the death toll is expected to grow after the blast flattened much of that city's port. And while those explosions and the storm are reminders of the destructive power of man and Mother Nature, as we come on the air, there is new evidence of the devastation being caused by the coronavirus. There's new government data that shows in the past week the death toll has risen 24 percent nationwide. And nowhere is that hitting home harder than in Florida, where tonight hospitals are once again running out of ICU beds. There's a lot of new reporting to get to, and our team of correspondents is standing by to cover it all. CBS's Mola Lenghi is going to lead off our coverage tonight in Connecticut. Good evening, Mola.
2: Well, good evening, Nora. This is the aftermath of the tropical storm that clocked winds up to 70 miles per hour here in coastal Connecticut. As you can see, toppling trees, tangling them into power lines, and causing damage really throughout the northeast, where wind was the main event today. Tropical storm Isaias slammed into the northeast today, still packing near-hurricane-force winds oh my, God, oh my God! at 70 miles per hour, killing at least two people who were crushed to death by toppled trees. Here in Norwalk, Connecticut, it's the wind that's being felt more than any other part of this storm. Wind is just howling out here. You can see it playing out here on the bay. Water is extremely choppy. These boats that are docked in this marina are rocking. They are shaking. Another tree destroyed this mail truck, but the mail carrier survived. Winds ripped the roof right off of this house in Ocean City, New Jersey, and an apparent tornado uprooted trees in Pennsylvania. Other tornadoes were reported in Maryland and New Jersey, where the governor declared a state of emergency. We urge all residents to stay off the roads and stay at home today. Heavy rains flooded this Maryland neighborhood, washing out roads. Rising waters brought traffic to a halt in Delaware as major flooding trapped drivers in their cars. Mola Lenghi, CBS News, Norwalk, Connecticut.
1: I'm Chip Reed in Suffolk, Virginia, where Isaias tore a trail of destruction through the south. There's very little left. In burr County, North Carolina, a tornado decimated this mobile home park. Two people are dead. It's by it. it doesn't look real. Something that you see on TV. It's like nothing is there. In Ocean Isle, North Carolina, beach homes smolder after fires broke out overnight. In Oak Island, the National Guard arrived to help with the cleanup. Here in Suffolk, Virginia, dozens of large trees came down. This huge one fell on a house. You can hardly even tell there's a house underneath there. Twelve people lived in that house. Thankfully, no one was injured look
0: how big this tree is
1: just down the street a terrified Mimi Pierce thought a tornado in her backyard was slamming this tree onto her house luckily it landed in the street
0: you could hear it coming it just started going and
1: were you worrying about your two kids at that moment
0: Oh, of course they were right there on my heels we were down the stairs I just started yelling tornado even
1: with a tornado and all those trees falling down and scenes like this all over town. City officials here in Suffolk tell us that not a single person here was killed or even injured by this storm. Nora?
0: Pretty extraordinary. Chip Reed. thank you. Two enormous explosions shook Beirut, Lebanon today. Nearly 80 people are dead and more than 3,000 wounded, but the death toll has been rising by the hour. And tonight, Lebanon's prime minister is vowing to hold responsible whoever is to blame for the explosions. Moments ago, President Trump said it was a bomb of some kind without giving details. Here's CBS's Chris Livesay.
3: Just after 7 p.m. local, the enormous explosion rocked the port city, sending shockwaves miles away at sea. The U.S. State Department is warning about toxic gases released in the blast, telling all to stay indoors. The source of the catastrophe? Explosive material seized years ago and stored at the port, according to the Lebanese government. But what sparked it is yet unknown. Terrorism has not been ruled out. Houses, buildings, dead bodies in the streets, injuries. Hospitals couldn't accept more injuries and bodies because they were full. Uh, Beirut is a destroyed city. It is like a real war zone. And tonight, the prime minister vowed that those responsible will pay the price. Chris Lipset, CBS News, Rome.
0: We turn now to the coronavirus pandemic. As of tonight, more than 156,000 people have died in this country from COVID and more than 4.7 million cases have been confirmed. And with schools starting to reopen, the national debate over protecting students and educators is intensifying. We get more now from CBS's Manuel Bohorkas.
3: This photo shows the first day back at one school in Paulding County, Georgia. Complaints of crowded hallways, few masks, and packed buses.
4: My daughter, she actually sat beside a girl whose brother has just tested positive.
3: In nearby Cherokee County, students crowded around each other for a senior photo. No masks here. The images reveal just how difficult it could be for schools to enforce new safety measures. Some teachers in Arkansas protested. I don't want there to be a misconception that teachers don't want to go back to work. We're working now. We work every day. Uh, We're willing to work. We're not willing to risk ourselves, our families, and our children. Though new COVID-19 cases dropped by just over 8% nationwide compared to the previous week, deaths jumped 25% during the same time period. While cases across the Sunbelt states appear to be plateauing, there is renewed concern about rising numbers elsewhere. At least 17 states are reporting increases in coronavirus cases, including New Jersey, where average new cases spiked 108 percent in the last two weeks. Yet some continue to ignore the precautions. There appeared to be no masks or social distancing at this L.A. mansion party that became so rowdy a shooting left one person dead. Houston became the largest U.S. city to announce fines for violating its mask ordinance, $250. In New York, the Rockettes Christmas Spectacular has been canceled because of the virus. The first time since the 1930s. Today, Florida reported its third-highest one-day total of new COVID-19 deaths, 245 residents. In the meantime, the governor here says he wants to explore the idea of allowing relatives to visit their loved ones in the state's long-term care facilities once again, something that has been forbidden for months due to the virus. Nora?
0: Manuel Borges, thank you. There is encouraging news tonight on two fronts in the search for treatments for coronavirus. One Maryland company says its experimental vaccine produced antibodies in more than 50 people, while two other companies say they may have found a way to create synthetic antibodies that could treat patients who already have the virus. CBS News chief medical correspondent Dr. John LaPute continues our series, Racing to a Cure.
5: Tonight, Eli Lilly, in collaboration with the National Institutes of Health, announced they're trying something new, a lab-engineered treatment called monoclonal antibodies to stop the virus from spreading in the body. NIH Director Dr. Francis Collins. That monoclonal antibody sticks right to the part of this spike protein that represents the part that binds to the human cell and lets the virus get inside. So you cover that up, and the virus has nowhere to go. In contrast to convalescent plasma taken from survivors' blood, monoclonal antibodies can be manufactured in large amounts in a lab. In a similar effort, Regeneron is working on its own synthetic antibody treatment. Dr. Mezgebe Berhe is running the trial. But if I treat you now,
1: can I prevent the possibility of progression and hospital admission? Can I uh, improve your recovery time? Can I also prevent transmission to other people?
5: Meanwhile, tonight, Maryland-based Novavax says two studies of its experimental vaccine are showing positive results. In a phase one vaccine trial, all 131 participants had antibodies and no serious side effects. And in the other, the vaccine protected baboons from the COVID-19 virus. Dr. John LaPook, CBS News.
0: Tonight, President Trump is drawing fire for his comments about the rising death toll from coronavirus. With more than 1,000 Americans dying every day, the president said, it is what it is. Democrats have already turned that phrase into a campaign ad to lambast his leadership. We get more now from CBS's Paul Reed at the White House
6: with the virus costing over a thousand American lives per day President Trump continues to maintain the pandemic is under control most recently in an interview on HBO of control yeah
2: under it's the giving them a false sense right of security. Now, I think it's under control. I'll tell you what. How? A thousand Americans are dying a day. They are dying. That's true. And you ha- it is what it
6: is. In the interview, taped last week while Representative John Lewis laid in state in the Capitol, the president dismissed the civil rights leader's legacy and touted his own.
3: How do you think history will remember John Lewis? I don't know. I can't
7: say
2: one way or the other. He didn't come to my inauguration. He didn't come to my State of the Union speeches. And that's OK. That's his right. Nobody has done more right. for back black to the... Americans than I have. I understand. He should have come.
6: Today, during a White House signing ceremony for a conservation bill, the president oddly flubbed the name of one of the country's most popular tourist destinations, Yosemite National Park.
2: When their eyes widen in amazement as old faithful burst into the sky, when they gaze upon... Yosemites, your Yosemites, your towering sequoias.
6: After weeks of criticizing efforts to expand mail-in voting ahead of the November election, President Trump actually endorsed it today, but in one state only, Florida, where elderly voters, key to his reelection, regularly vote by mail. The president's attacks on the security of mail-in voting have concerned Republican leaders across the country. They're worried that by doing this, the president may actually be discouraging GOP voter turnout in November.
0: Nora. Paula Reed, thank you. Tonight, not much progress to report in negotiations over a new COVID relief bill. Among the sticking points, Republicans insist that in order to fully reopen, businesses need to be protected from lawsuits if employees or customers are exposed to the virus. Workers say that puts them at risk. And our CBS News investigation found that at one company, the consequences have been deadly. Here's CBS's Nancy Cordes. 45-year-old Mike Jackson was working
4: a mandatory overtime shift at this Milwaukee engine plant in May when a co-worker saw him slumped over. No one told us that he had passed out on the job. But he was back at work two days later. He went to work even if he wasn't feeling well. They will fire you. He got four young kids he have to take care of, so he go to work sick. Jackson collapsed again and was sent to the hospital, where he tested positive for coronavirus. He died 10 days later. Boy, it hurts so bad. I wasn't there with him. When he passed, he died by himself. Six current workers tell CBS News the company, Briggs and Stratton, required them to work face-to-face on the assembly line and that managers rarely wore masks.
2: The company doesn't care whether we live or die.
4: Briggs and Stratton declined an interview, but in a statement, the company told CBS News, we do not force anyone to come to work if they aren't feeling well, nor do we penalize them. The company said it follows CDC guidelines and that workers can apply for paid leave to self-quarantine. The company also provided this photo showing plastic barriers between workers. But another photo provided by an employee a day later appears to show the same barriers rolled up. What do we do? Stand up, fight back. Fighting back might soon become more difficult. Senate Republicans have a new bill that would shield companies from some coronavirus lawsuits. Workers have already filed suits against Walmart, Amazon, McDonald's and Tyson Foods. What do you say to workers who worry that your liability protections basically give their employers license to avoid taking the kinds of precautions that would keep them safe?
1: This is mainly to protect them because the employers would only be liable if they were grossly negligent.
4: A month before his death, Mike Jackson and his co-workers protested the lack of safety equipment at the plant. Federal safety regulators are now investigating the workers' complaints. If they would have protected the workers, I think my son would probably still have been here. Nancy Cordes, CBS News, Capitol Hill.
0: Tonight, the husband of Los Angeles District Attorney Jackie Lacey is facing three misdemeanor charges. Video from March showed David Lacey pointing a gun and threatening to shoot Black Lives Matter protesters who'd gathered outside the couple's home. Jackie Lacey apologized at the time and says her husband was just trying to protect her. A message in the sand led to the rescue of three castaways stranded on a tiny island in the Pacific Ocean. Their boat ran out of gas and they ended up on an island in Micronesia where they were stuck for three days. Well, they wrote SOS on the beach. Rescuers spotted it from the air. Crews gave the men food and water and took them to safety. We want to share a magical moment with you, the moment a little girl from Kansas finally got to experience something most of us take for granted. With thanks to our CBS affiliate, WIBW in Topeka, here's CBS's Janet Shamlian.
7: There are so many firsts in a child's life, but few can compare to this. Can you hear Mama? Mama? I think you
6: can hear me. I think that is
7: it. (laughs) It's almost too much for Mavis Malone. She can hear for the very first time. It was almost as if she couldn't believe it. There's just that split second right before she covers them that I felt like she wanted to cry, like, (gasps) I heard it, you know. The two-year-old was born with profound hearing loss. Hopes were high a four-hour surgery would change that, Doctors putting cochlear implants in both ears. The device is delivering sound directly to the auditory nerve. Now, without her mom signing, Mavis understands. Grandma. Grandma. And a trip to the park with her older brothers is a whole new world. I'm happy that my sister can hear. And I love her. An end to the silence.
6: Oh, sweetie, it's okay. Oh, (laughs) big girl.
7: And a life. Forever changed. Janet Shamley and CBS News, Houston.
0: Mavis was in speech class just today, and her family says they look forward to when she can join in singing, something the Malones love to do. Tonight, don't miss John Lewis celebrating a hero featuring Oprah Winfrey, Tyler Perry and our own Gail King and musical performances by Jennifer Hudson and John Legend. That's tonight at 10, 9 central right here on CBS. And a reminder, if you can't watch the CBS Evening News live, don't forget to set your DVR so you can watch us later. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in the nation's capital. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Good night.
1: Stephen Colbert here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with my producer, Becca. Becca, what's what's up?
4: So The Late Show Pod Show is everything you love about The Late Show on oh, a I podcast. Oh, I want to know about you. Oh. I,
1: enough. We, we, people See, everybody in an ad talks about the thing they're trying to sell. Oh. I'd like to know about you, the person behind creating the podcast.
4: Oh, I'm having a really good day. Barry baked some bread, and my friend Kara got me some chicken salad. It's a really nice day in the office today.
1: Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you
3: get your podcasts.